irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Angie Everhart, and you're listening to two people who drink more beer than I drank blood in Bordello of Blood, the number one uncensored show about beer, boobs, and political incorrectness. This is Drinking drinking Dirty in Jersey. Cheers, baby. Woo! Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on LA Talk Radio. And we have an action-packed show for you tonight. Uh, it's going to be like a late 70s fucking Chuck Norris movie up in this bitch tonight. Um, <laughs> nice. We, we are going to have um, Random. the host of the tour bus and SDR show, Ralph Sutton, on a little bit later. He's not a comedian. He's not a comedian. <laughs> we also uh, are going to have Voodoo Brewing out of uh, Pennsylvania on later tonight, which is going to be uh, just friggin' awesome. But right now on the line, we have the director of the new blockbuster porn parody movie, Beauty and the Beast Triple uh, X, and that is Harry Sparks. And uh, Harry, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm good. I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Awesome, man. We're very excited to talk to you. Actually, um, uh, you know, I was turned on to this movie probably about a week or two ago, but um, I, uh-huh. I realized that after I was turned on to the movie that I'm actually a big fan of one of your other movies, which is The Vampire Mitri- Mistress. Um, oh, okay, which, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is, uh, which is just <laughs> – I actually was a big fan of that movie before, uh, so when I found out that you also directed this one, uh, you know, I was pretty excited. So, uh, so that's cool. Oh, that's cool. cool. That's awesome. Um, oh, great. I mean – yeah, awesome. Now, now we all know, uh, you know, uh, Beauty and the Beast Triple X is a porn parody. But um, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about, you know, kind of what it's all about and uh, kind of what it entails. Um, okay. Well, well, I didn't want to make, um, you know, like a like a musical. I, I wanted to go back to the original story, which is kind of dark, and so. Uh huh. And and so. What you have is this story about this girl who starts out on a train and she has a book and she reads this um, this book of erotic uh, uh, stories and one happens to be Beauty and the Beast and okay. so you're seeing yeah you're seeing what what she imagines as as the story Got- is. And so, yeah. So the story, so the film sort of goes back and forth between her reading the book and what's, what's in her head as, as she imagines it. Gotcha. So, so it's kind of like a, like a, like a fantasy, like she's on the train reading about the story. So she's fantasizing, um, you know, yeah. what the story is really about. So I, I got you. So it's probably, so it's probably more true to tone to the actual original uh, French version um, whatever it's called, La Belle Atta La Bette, or whatever it's called. I'm probably murdering the name of that. Wow. But, um, but so it's not, <laughs> it's, it's probably not, right. <laughs> so it's not as similar to the Disney version. So, 
Uh, if right. people are if people are going to be looking for the teacup or a candle holder to get it on, <laughs> then it's probably not the movie though. yet. <laughs> it's probably not the movie. Uh, probably there. not for them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's probably not for them. So I so I got you. So it's more of the darker version. It makes sense. I mean, a, a porn parody. You probably want to go for the darker version as opposed to the to the lighthearted Disney version. <laughs> that probably makes more sense. Um, what, 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 one of the things that kind of stood out to me is that you, you it really is an awesome cast. Um, you have a lot of actually big names from the adult industry in this movie. Have you have like uh, uh, Ed Stone that's in it, uh, Riley Reed, yeah. uh, Lee Lexus, um, and and you also have Danny Daniels. And I noticed that uh, Danny Daniels is kind of in a lot of your films. She's almost like the uh, Tim Burton to your Johnny Depp. Um, do exactly. you two just really uh, work well together? Or? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think we both have similar tastes when it comes to um, certain things like like uh, like art and 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 I always thought she was a perfect uh, belle or or yeah for this for this role. I mean, right. it just sort of happens that way. She's you know she has a lot of talent and 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 this film you know she amazed me you know because she really she, she really pushed herself and she actually plays oh you know not just Belle but she plays her sisters uh-huh. and she plays the girl on the train so it's actually four roles that she actually plays in in the movie and it's uh, it's pretty amazing Wow, so yeah, very she, versatile, so very versatile, which is why it's uh, which is why you probably use her so much because she can do a lot uh, besides just uh, you know, banging people, which is always a good thing uh, when you know when you're yeah. going for yeah, when you're going for for a good film. Um, I I also noticed that there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of hot girls in the movie, uh, so I, I'm assuming, and and you know, unfortunately, and and I apologize, I, I have seen the preview, I, I have read about the movie, but I haven't seen it. But uh, I'm assuming okay. that there's a lot of lesbo action in the movie. Uh, do, do you have any scenes with uh, with scissoring? Uh, yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, there is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to disappoint there. <laughs> yeah, there is a a scene that is uh, pretty hot between you know a few of the girls. So nice. So if you haven't if you haven't seen it yet, yeah, make sure you check that out. It's uh, it's I think it's pretty hot. It's pretty good. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And you know, I can tell you a hundred percent that eighty percent of our listeners are are definitely into the lesbo action. So, so you definitely just uh, sold a lot of movies right there. Um, so, uh, <laughs> let, let, let me ask you another question. And, and like, now that you told me before that you're kind of going for like more of the original French version, but um, uh-huh. does the, does the beast uh, get it all, uh, get it on in the beast costume at all? Um, because there, we might have some like furries uh, out there that listen to the <laughs> show that might be like really into that. <laughs> Um, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone. I mean, you're just gonna have to check it out. But uh, I want to say we do sort of go down a certain path, though. Um, yeah, I want you to check it out for yourself because. It... <laughs> gotcha. You don't want to give away the ending, like spoiler alert. The beast may be Kaiser Sose or something like that. Right. So you just don't want to give that away. You Big know, twist I... ending. <laughs> no, I get it, man. No problem. Um, 
you know, I was yeah. always thinking about if I, yeah, if, if I was a porn star, I think my name would be Buck Naked. Is I it, thought is, it was is Peter that... Pan. <laughs> <laughs> <Hello>. Pan. <laughs> but I think Buck Naked. Yeah. yeah, definitely. See, he agrees. He's a porn ah, director. Yeah, yeah, so. that's a good one. I there like you go. That. I have have the actual approval. So, um, so uh, actually, um, you know, for those of us that want to actually go out and uh, get this movie right now, how how mm-hmm. are um, our listeners uh, able to do that? Like, where do we go? Um. Well, it's on a few uh, a few sites where you can watch it either online or you can buy the DVD. Um, uh-huh. You can you can check out adult. There's a site called uh, adultempire.com. Okay, we can I'm watch familiar. it on yeah HD download or and you, you can also buy the DVD. There's also um, gamelink.com where you can watch it on. On streaming, and okay. uh, I think there's one more. I think it's CD Universe or DVD uh, Universe. Yeah, I think DVD yeah. Universe. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's this. All right, cool. searching all right so like the the, the bigger. All right, so cool. So all like the bigger, uh, you know, d- regular DVD porn sites that you could get uh, DVDs on. It's it's definitely available, um, and it actually just mm-hmm. became available a couple weeks ago. So, but I, I you know, I, if if anybody's listened to the show before, we're huge fans of the porn parody. So I can't wait to uh, to get this and check it out. Um, and then okay. I, I think um, after your interview and you letting us know about the Lesbo scenes and the possibility, I know it's a mystery. You don't want to give it away, but a possibility of maybe the beast <laughs> getting it on. Uh, that's real hot. I'm sure my listeners are, or our listeners are into that. And, uh, you know, uh, right. I encourage everybody to go out and uh, check this film out. But, but Harry, I really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, and calling in. Um, and like oh, I said, we pleasure. can't yeah. watch this movie. Oh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Yeah. It's, I'm happy to. No problem. Uh, no problem, Harry. Well, th- 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 guys, thank yeah. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you very much for calling in. And uh, like I said, we're going to continue to promote the movie. And, uh, you know, we hope to uh, talk to you about future projects soon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks, buddy. Hope you guys enjoyed it. All right. right. We will. Mendez out. All right, folks. That was Harry Sparks. Um, and you know what I said was true. I, I think that, that um, you know our fans would enjoy the movie. I want to see some squitching, which is like when furries have sex. Oh, is that what they do? It's I don't called know. Squitching, about... yeah. Squitching. Uh huh. Is that the actual act of uh, doing it? Yeah, it's, it's in the furry switching? costumes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Squitching. But I, you know, um, I only know that because we went to that museum of sex place that one time, and it was just, fetishes. That's where I forgot about that. Yeah, I, like, I do. The only thing I remember from the museum of sex is the balloon porn, which was like yeah, weirdest, which is like the weirdest thing ever. And then they yeah. did something like that on one of the TV shows I watched mm-hmm. on the United States of Terra. The girl yeah. that actually just won the Oscar for Room, she right, was the right. girl, and she used to like sit on balloon pop balloons with her butt, and like guys would pay her to pop balloons. I just with can't her get butt. into that fetish. Like I, I don't know so what the weird attraction is to balloon. I don't porn, know, but that's just that's just really weird. Um, but, uh, but thank you very much for Harry Sparks for calling in. I encourage our listeners to go out and check the movie. Uh, not a very good public speaker, Mr. Sparks. No, is, I seem a little but, nervous. But it, it's a little nervous, but you know what? Um, you know, we're not, uh, it's no. not like we're, you know, I miss in the morning or right. something like that. Or, uh, oh my God. Kill me if I'm ever <laughs> I miss in the morning. But it's all right. Uh, we love oh, Harry good. Sparks. Thank you so much for calling in and, uh, go out and check out the movie. But, um, before we get into our next guest, uh, Utah, give me two. My voice squeaked when I said that. Wow. Um, <laughs> and of course, uh, we are drinking. I'm drinking an sound awesome like, beer tonight. Sound like freaking Bobby Brady. Right. I'm drinking an awesome beer tonight. It's the one of the Game of Thrones beer, the newest one. 
It's oh, not called, the newest, newest, not the one that's out yet, but this is the one of the newer ones. Right. Okay. It's called the Three Eyed Raven. It's a dark saison, and saison is my favorite beer. It's seven point two percent, and it's fucking banging. Cassie, what are you drinking? I'm drinking something extremely appropriate for the weekend holiday that just passed. Uh, this is Beach House Brewing out of New Jersey. Nice. I love Beach House. A previous guest of ours. We had them on way back in the day. Way back in the day. Um, this is their Parade Day Irish Coffee Stout. It's 6.2% and it's amazingly delicious. Awesome. So we're drinking two fucking kick-ass beers tonight. Um, and folks, um, you know that every show we play a drinking game? Cassie, did you know that? Oh, we do? Yes. And how? what it consists of is uh, we have a drinking word of the night. And every time that word is said, you drink. Well, tonight's drinking word is Furburger. And an example of that so word gross. is in the 1970s. Yes, exactly. That's exactly where my mind went. You need a machete. You needed a machete in order to eat a fur burger. Yeah. Oh, drink. Cassie, do you have an example? I think there's going to be a lot of eating of fur burgers in Beauty and the Beast Triple X. Oh, drink. <laughs> Especially if the beast is uh, right. in costume. Right. Um, but uh, You're ruining I, the twist ending. <laughs> yes. How am I supposed to know? You guys are so saying shit. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, and let's uh, – you know what? Uh, let's uh, try to call our uh, our second guest. Yeah, he said Actually, he's ready to go. Right about that time. So uh, let's try to dial his number and uh, and let's talk to him. This is going to be Ralph Sutton. Um, like I said, Chuck Norris and shit. Night. Yeah. Um, yes, hello. Is this Ralph? It is. Is it too loud where I am? Is it okay, though? No, you're no, no, great. No. You're, you're, actually, great. you're actually perfect. very perfect. Um, the That's last the story of my life. I'm, I'm always very perfect. <laughs> Our last guest sounded like he was talking to us under a pillow. So this is actually <laughs> yes. uh, perfect. So, uh, so All right, cool. Because awesome. I... I I have a landline available here, but if this works, then this works. No, this is great. No, uh, this, this is perfect. Is really this is perfect. Um, hey, are, are you a fan of uh, Chuck Norris movies at all? Uh, I mean, I know some of them. I've seen most of them. Okay. Yeah, like, why, uh, I, why do you ask? No, because uh, I made a reference to Chuck Norris before, so I was just wondering. Like, I, I'm a, I love the missing in action movies, like when he goes back to Vietnam to like fucking set the score. That fucking <laughs> shit is awesome. Um I, I remember I a ridiculous. There was no, a movie he did. Uh, I'm, I'm probably older than all of you, and there was a movie he did called Delta Force, which was one of the re- most ridiculous movies ever. Uh, probably oh, in 1983. Mm-hmm. No, that was a great movie, yeah. Delta Force. I remember that one. Oh, uh, it was it, movie, yeah, I mean, well, the the pitiful movie for me with Chuck Norris is when he made that fucking Sidekicks movie with that oh. with that fucking bone smuggling kid from Ladybugs. <laughs> That was Jonathan. I mean, that was. You got to give him credit, though, because he kept his career alive, you know, whether it was, uh, I don't know what he's doing now, some sort of like infomercial for Shake Weight or something. But, you know, the dude has made a career out of, you know, being a hairy chested white man in in an Asian man's world and making it work. Right. No, that's true. That's true. And then Definitely. he was Walker, Texas Ranger. Well, Walker, Texas Ranger, of course. Yeah. Um, now, uh, yeah, we're actually pretty. I'm actually pretty excited to talk. I know that uh, my my uh, my Twitter manager over here, Cassie, was tweeting out that you were a comedian. Stop. Yeah, last last week too. She said it last week too, but I was in the I middle know, of something and I, I forgot to respond to it. 
Don't even listen to me. <laughs> That's how much research he does on our guests. Oh, stop. You're the one that researches, like. <laughs> no, don't worry. I, I normally never listen to women anyway, so it's not a big deal. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> Um, but you know, like, uh, like I said, I'm a big fan. I've listened to a couple of your, your podcasts and stuff. And, uh, you know, now I, I know you currently host, you host two radio shows. Um, you know, the first yeah, one, I have uh, a, go ahead. I'm sorry, bud. I'm sorry. I have a nationally syndicated rock radio show that's on uh-huh. terrestrial radio that actually started in Jersey on DHA nice. and NNJ and then got syndicated nationally. Now we're on about 50 stations around the country. And I do that every weekend. And then uh, I have the SPR show, which I started about a year and a half ago with that comedian, Big J. Okerson. And I mm-hmm. host um, the M3 uh, in Baltimore for about 40,000 people, uh, Shiprock and the Motorhead Cruise. And I host their just rally sometimes and stuff like that. I'm more of like a, you know, I, I'd say a personality is the best way to put it, where definitely not a comedian, but, you know, <laughs> someone that is good at making a room full of drunk idiots happy. Nice. Well, that's uh, that's what you're talking to right now is a yeah. room full of drunk idiots. Right. So that's that's definitely awesome. That definitely right. fits in good. Um, the cool. uh, yeah, the, the now to the tour bus you've been for a long time, right? Like that that that, that that's that's been on for a while. Yeah, it's actually you know I mean if there's single girls in the room, it's been going on for about five years. But in reality, it's been going on twelve years. I just don't want to give away my age. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Hey, man, we're not so young either, man. No, we're, we're really not like, that young. Like Delta Force and stuff, man. Yeah. I remember Delta Force. Delta... Was, uh... <laughs> yeah, we were like kids when that came out. So Yeah, man. So How old we... are you guys? I'm, I'm 46. I don't mind hiding. I don't hide my age. I'm 46, but how old are you guys? Okay. All right. So I'm 39. So And I'm 36. So we're not that we're not that far. No. <laughs> I, I didn't know up until this moment. I didn't know girls could turn 36. Yeah, see, I don't care. I look good for thirty six. No, she, uh, yeah, she, she, she's not bad. She's doing like workout stuff, and you know, she's uh, putting cream on her face so she doesn't get the wrinkles, and uh, she, she keeps her crotch pretty. Uh, Which is? I was trying to watch on uh, on UStream, but it's all you, dude. I can't see I her know, in the I'm back sorry. at all. Right? All right, so we're limited on the studio. Dude, trust me, I don't want my fat ass being the only one that you can see on the goddamn Dude, camera. seriously, just switch fucking seats, for God's sakes. Jesus no, Christ. No, and I thought of that, and I tried to find See, it works out good, like, when we have guests, because if you can see across the table in the studio, when we have guests, they can sit across. Like, we had uh, Peyton St. Clair in here a couple weeks ago or a month ago, whatever it was, and she sat where you can see. That was, you know, that, that was a nice view. Um, but you're right. You know, we should we should move Cassie over. She should be the visible is it the visible one. Not exactly. Cassie. You 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 actually make it have negative viewership. <laughs> when uh, are we? By the way, are we are we live right now? Or are you just is yeah. this oh, a free yeah, interview? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fucking live. Oh, yeah. Right. So uh, Peyton Sinclair, uh, Peyton Sinclair, and I did the Anthony Cumia show together uh, about right. uh, last summer, I think it was. And she offered anal sex to me in a drive-by diner while we were on our way to the theater to, I mean, to do the show. And I turned her down. You turned her down? Is it? Is, I didn't have did a condom. Turn- and I just, she wanted to actually have unprotected anal sex in a diner bathroom. And I just was not going to do that, man. I wasn't going to do it. Sounds like some people I know. It, was it because you were afraid to, <laughs> to catch something, or was it because you have high, higher standards, or, or what was the reason? Uh, I would say it was, more, 
Look, I would have done it. I, I do a lot of things for the story. You know what I mean? Like, I since SDR started, I will stay in dates longer. I will do things for more of the ridiculous factor solely because it's going to make for a good story. Like right, right now, just because I knew I was going to be on your show, I thought it would be funnier. I'm in a strip club in Jersey right now in the VIP room drinking vodka, and we're That's doing awesome. this interview. I love it. <laughs> I love awesome. it. <laughs> it's what all about you know you doing say? things. Uh, Platinum Dolls in uh, Passaic, New Jersey, I believe. Okay. Oh, wow. okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I've. Uh, but, I mean, I've, speaking I've, of speaking of drinking dirty in New Jersey, I don't think I could drink any more dirty than where I am right now. Yeah. No. Yeah. You definitely. Dirty. Uh. You definitely. Uh, definitely define it right there. Being Unless he was that like rest of it. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. gross. Right now, I'm, I believe I'm drinking a herpes colada. A thirsty colada. Is that, a is herpes that colada. A herpes, a herpes colada. colada. Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, you. you now you also host the uh those fucking uh those shit the, like the cruises right the fucking ship rocked and the motorhead cruises. Yeah, I mean they truly are some of the most amazing things going on in this universe. Which if you've never been, you're missing out. Um, motorhead cruise lasted for two years and then sadly Lemmy died. But I do mm-hmm. believe that that cruise will live on with the rest of the band. I do think that, but I think it's going to skip a year. Ship rock mm-hmm. has been doing seven years. I've hosted all seven ship rocks, and it is. 4,000 people on a boat for a week, 10 bands, maybe sometimes 15, just living rock and roll for a week straight in the Bahamas, the Caribbean. There's nothing better in the universe. That's awesome. It, it, the cruise is just like in fucking sands. Everybody wasted all the time. Is it just crazy? It's nuts. I mean, there, there's actually a, on Facebook, there's a forum on Shiprock. It's called like uh, the Shiprock Playground. And it's specifically mm-hmm. for swingers that are going on the boat to have sex with as many people as possible. That's but there's also, fucking- there's also families on there. You know, there's a little bit of everything. It's whatever you want to make out of it is there. So if you want to party till 5 in the morning and have sex with 47 people, you can do that. If you want to bring your kids <laughs> and be in bed by 11, you can do that. It has anything and everything for a week straight. I usually work harder than I do all year in that week because I'm hosting events from like 10 a.m. till 3 a.m. every day for a week and pretty much drunk from 11 a.m. till 3 a.m. every day of that week. You know, and it's totally, uh, all I could say is I guarantee that if you've ever gone on Shiprock, you go back on Shiprock. That's all. Yeah, we, we've had a couple of people that, that we know that did. Yeah, that. I have friends that went a couple times. Yeah, that's just fucking awesome. But there actually is families, like like family families there. Dude, like, we're talking. Our kids. Yeah, they like, do. You know, look, the, the, sad, the sad truth is that rockers are older now. You know, rock is dead. And as much as I hate to admit it, you have to be pretty much either you grew up around it for one reason or another, like your father or whatever, or you're over mm-hmm. 35. That's really the bottom line. No 18-year-old girl is growing up loving heavy metal. It's, just, it's an unfortunate truth, you know. So it skews True. a little older. And because of that skew, you do have families on these boats. But the truth is, I mean, it doesn't feel like you're on a Disney cruise. Everyone has tattoos. Everyone is drunk and partying, and it's it's chaos. But if you want quiet, there's quiet. But if you want to go crazy, there's more than enough crazy. And all I could say, I mean, literally seven years in a row now, it is the highlight of my year every year. Yeah, I bet. And like you said, you're drunk from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m., and you're getting fucking paid for that? That's awesome. 
Yeah, it's I'm crazy. Not, yeah, I, I had a joke that <laughs> I had a joke this last cruise because this was the first time I ever went alone. I usually bring a check because it's very easy to talk a hot girl into going on a free cruise to the Bahamas. Absolutely. But this this year is a joke. I decided to go solo, and I said every time I don't get laid, I'm going to sing Adele's Hello on stage. <laughs> Oh my God. And I sang it the entire week, like 40 times on stage. But uh, then what happened was the week after I ended up, I spent a weekend in Miami with three girls from the cruise. So it was me and three girls for an entire weekend telling me that after this, they don't want to ever hear me sing hello again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, now hosting the, uh, the Sturgis rally that that's fucking awesome. I used to watch that reality show on, uh, on the TV, the Full Throttle Saloon thing. Yeah, yeah, that's where um, I hosted Full Throttle Saloon. That's where I was six years in a row hosting the Full Throttle Saloon. Me with Jesse and Mike Ballard. I mean, that is chaos. That is yeah, like Chip Rock times twelve. It's nuts. There's a million people there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I bet it's nuts. And one of the guys that uh, that runs the place, or or one of the owners, or something, he's the singer of Jackal, right? Yeah, it's Jesse James Dupree from Jackal. And Mike uh-huh. Ballard, those are the two owners. Uh, Mike's okay. the primary owner, but Jesse's actually the, he's the one who created the show and whatnot. And Jesse and I have been friends for like 12 years, 15 years. And, uh, you know, he was the one who brought me out there originally. And there, Sturgis is really just uh, a beautiful place. Like, it's, if you like to ride, there's so many incredible rides out there. But if you're just mm-hmm. going for the, for the concerts and the, and the chaos, there's certainly enough to keep you fueled for the entire weekend. All right. So, like, if if uh, if you know, if just uh, somebody who doesn't ride went there, like, you know, uh, would, would, would they get a hard time for going there, or would people like make fun of well, him because he's not a player? Let's put it this way: I hosted for six years. I've never been on a motorcycle. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I used to Is hide it. Motorcycle? Like the first couple of years, I was afraid to tell anyone I've never rode in a motorcycle. Like I'm, I'm such the, the the pussy that out of the million people here, I'm probably the only one that didn't never been on a motorcycle. But nobody gives a shit. I mean, it's funny how people are afraid of, you know, you look at bikers and they always get so scared. Oh, my God, bikers. And I remember the first year I went out there, I was with my co-host, who's a pretty girl. The co-host of Tour Bus is a pretty girl. And mm-hmm. she wanted to go into this, like, seedy-looking biker bar. And I'm like, dude, I, you know, to the girl, I can't go in there. You could go. They're going to kick my fucking pussy ass. I've never been on a bike. I look like a New Yorker. I can't do this. She's like, no, 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 we'll just go in. We'll go in. We go in, they're doing karaoke, and this big motorcycle muscular guy is singing New Kids on the Block. And I'm like, oh all right, God. I think I'm going to be fine here. I think we're good. This will be fine. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. we, I, lo- I, I feel like bikers are like some of the nicest people, like, ever, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we, in general, I think that. Naughty I think Pine people, um, is like a biker bar, and we went there, what, like over the summer? When yeah, I know. Are you a biker? Yeah. Or... Nice, right? They're always very nice. It's not like you know, like if you walk into the wrong part of the hood and you go into right. a black gang, bar. right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh, are you guys? Where in Jersey are you guys right now? We're in uh, Blairstown, New Jersey, where they uh, where they filmed uh, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth. Wow, you got like one thing that you're claiming to fame there, and that's it. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> There's nothing else. Way to hold on to something from 1986. There. If your claim to fame is from 1983, you got problems. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else out here. Nothing We're in the middle of the fucking here. woods, but 
Um, yeah, our studio is out here, and we broadcast out of uh, out of L.A. So there you go. Yeah, and how far are you from like? How far are you from civilization, like New York or, or any major city in Jersey? I, I go to New York once a week for work, so it takes me like an hour and 20 minutes or so. Yeah, I mean, we're not that far. I mean, we're right next to uh, Route 80, so we can jet anywhere we want. So oh, okay. Not, oh, that's away. fine. That's cool. And you guys yeah. are generally getting drunk in studio every weekend. Is that the plan? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. I mean, we haven't you know, even gotten to our uh, beer test yet, so, I mean, uh, that's usually no. when it gets crazy we actually have a we we have a brewery on every week and we usually drink their beers and by the time we get off the phone with the brewery yeah. we're usually pretty uh pretty wasted. We, yeah, we usually can't fun. remember the guests for next week by the end of the show. <laughs> and then you just is that is then she just tells every everyone that the next guest is a comedian just to cover all the bases. Yes. Yeah, and that's when she starts tweeting like, "Oh yeah, a comedian next week." Meh. So that's how It'd be that's cool if we help. started sending out things that were completely untrue like next week Ralph Sutton, the inventor of uh the windmill. <laughs> the adventure of the windmill. <laughs> um, uh, actually, one 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 thing I wanted to get with you because I, I actually I read this. You were actually on an episode of uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and I think it was yes. like the highest, highest rated episode in the show's history, if I'm not wrong. Is that correct? Yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, it was about ten years ago now, but um, when I did that, Vince Neil from Motley Crue did me a favor, and he came on the show with me, and it really mm-hmm. was an amazing moment because for I'd say three months, I really knew what it felt like to be an A-list celebrity. Like, I could go anywhere and get in anywhere. I got out of speeding tickets. I got a thousand emails from girls asking me to have sex with them. I mean, it was totally what a celebrity probably goes through every day of his life. I got to feel that for a few months. It was pretty crazy. (laughs) Just for being on that show. (laughs) Wow. Just for being on that show. It's inspired me to become famous because... uh, Having spoon-fed vagina is a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely, definitely. Uh, were, were those guys pretty cool uh, that were on the show? The the uh, the, the gay guys the, the were, they, were they pretty? Uh, yeah, they pretty, I mean, uh, I was funny cool is guys? that I was on you know pretty early on, but what they told me was just funny because you know I grew, growing up in Manhattan and, and New York is that you're so used to gay guys around you. They told right. me that I won the they told me I won the award for the least homophobic person ever on their show. Because wow. I couldn't care less. I was I was lying in bed with them. I was carrying them. I mean, it's not like they're going to turn me gay all of a sudden because I'm on the show. And I just right. had a real blast with them. Carson, which I'll always give him credit for this, he did, um, in the same week, he did Oprah Winfrey. Then he did uh, David Letterman. And then he came on my radio show. And it was wow. really cool of him to do that. And we did a, a six songs in a row featuring uh, gay rock stars. So, like, the singer of Judas Priest is gay, and one of the guys in Faith No More is gay. And then, as a joke, we ended with Nelson, just to be funny. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Nelson. that's awesome. Yeah, I actually went back and uh, I wa- I haven't watched uh, one of those episodes in ages, but I actually went back and watched that episode. Um, yeah, uh, back then, and, and yeah, you were still doing the tour bus back then. I guess you were doing it out of your bedroom ba- ba- back then at that time. Um, yeah, but- I still do, man. It's a beautiful thing for. For the first year or two of, of of tour bus, I did it at a radio studio in Jersey at, at WDHA. But okay. uh, I realized that it was just so much easier to do it at home. I do my my radio show and my podcast at home. I mean, why the fuck do I need to go to a studio? I I prefer being at home. Like right now, SDR, we broadcast live to YouTube. We have a five camera shoot. We get a few thousand people watching, 
and I do it from my house. What the fuck do I need to go to a studio for? Right. Well, that's what we do. We're right. broadcasting out of our house. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, our engineer's out in L.A., and we just broadcast right here from our house. So, yeah, man, I definitely uh, appreciate that. And is, that why you, is that why you keep her? In, is that is that why you keep your co-host in a cage in the back? No, no. Yes. <laughs> it's funny that you're saying that because, like, a week ago, I'm like, you know, we should move you over to the side where people can see you. The problem is, I need the computer. To be in with the computer, so if I listen, honey, if you're in danger, you could like mouth to the screen. I need it to be escaped. I need to be rescued. <laughs> hold up a sign, please save me. Like hold up a piece a of paper word? to the screen or something. Should we do a code word? He just something like that shit. for God's sake. He just blew up my whole scheme right here. That's awesome. <laughs> You know what's uh, funny? I wrote an article this I wrote an article this week about um the top six ways to like pick up a girl if uh you failed every other possible way. I write a monthly article for uh Social Underground, which is a website with uh Bruce Buffer from um you know the uh UFC, he one of the guys on that on that network and uh, I write articles about how to pick up chicks and how to date strippers and all this other nonsense. But this week it was about when all else fails a like hail Mary pass to try and get laid by some girl that's been blowing you off. I should have included saving her from a kidnap scenario. (laughs) (laughs) If you host a podcast and you're in a cage in the background and no one can see you, (laughs) Ralph Sutton has advice on how to uh, get out of that situation. (laughs) That's awesome. Or you can write an article about how to say no to a porn star, which is offer you offer you anal sex at a diner. Oh my god, so yeah, bad. I actually have had uh, I've had a pretty crazy good run lately. Like the first year of tour of uh, SDR, we had all these hot porn stars on, and I never had sex with any of them. But this year, I think is uh, they've turned the table. They had like three gorgeous porn stars in a row that I ended up sleeping with. Nice, good for you, man. That's fucking awesome. That's fucking awesome. See, that's the one downfall about doing. This show, like, way the fuck out in the boondocks in Jersey is that we do have a lot of porn stars on, but they're all, like, call-ins, basically, and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, they're not here in studio, so there's no oh, chance for a, a three- downfall. I don't know, there's no chance for a threesome, or maybe no. one of them can, well, uh, you know, get it on with Cassie. No. <laughs> are, you, are you bisexual? No. She says that now. Oh. But no, I'm really throw not. Throw a couple more drinks in her, and she'll change no, that answer. No, that's actually not true. <laughs> oh, I think we're attractive, but I think I'd wimp out. If any, if I was in the all situation. girls are just one fireball shot away from a threesome. I, I 100% agree with you. Fireball. 100% agree with you. Like, she's talking all tough now, like, oh, I'm, I'm so straight. Tough. She's playing with I'm her saying, hair. But... I'm saying that if, like, if it came down to it, I probably would, wimp, would wimp out. Like, I've made out with girls, but, like, I won't. I don't think I can. Listen, you give, me, give, me, uh, give me two nights. Give me two nights and a vital fireball. We'll see what happens. No, I, no give me something better than fireball. I can't well, fireball is like the the porn star drink. That's why you get all these young girls that'll get drunk on fireball. I don't know. I'm too old. You for have that to shit. get with the times. If you want to turn on a 23 year old, you got to have a bottle of fireball in your house. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right, Ralph. Uh, we we actually have our, the brewery on the line, so um, we're gonna have to let you go. But before we let you go, buddy, do you have anything you want to uh, plug, promote? Uh, what you got going on? Sure. Well, follow me everywhere at I am Ralph Sutton. I am Ralph Sutton. And then, of course, the SDR show is live on YouTube every single Monday, 9 p.m. 
Uh, the tour bus is all over the country from Maine to Hawaii. If it's on in your local area, you probably know it already. If not, go to uh, facebook.com slash tour radio and you can find out everything about tour bus. And that pretty much covers me. Uh, read my most recent article at socialunderground.com about the Hail Marys to pick up a chick. And I guarantee at least one of them will work for you. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, man. All right, Ralph, well, we really appreciate you calling in, man. You were an awesome guest and, uh, and thank you very much, man. Uh, you know, hope, hope to talk to you again. All right. I look forward to having a threesome with your co-host within the end of the month. <laughs> Sounds good, man. We'll, uh, I'll, I'll shove some fire fireball down the throat and we'll see if we can make that happen. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good night. Thank you so much. All right, thanks, Ralph. <laughs> All right, folks. Ralph Sutton, awesome guest. <laughs> you have them on yeah, the they're on. Hello, uh, is, is Voodoo Brewing there? Hello, you're on Drinking Dirty in Jersey. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Hi, hey buddy. Hey, sorry about that. We our last interview ran a little long, man. <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. It's very okay. interesting. <laughs> all right but uh for, for this is uh voodoo brewing out of pennsylvania we're actually uh very excited to talk to you guys um we're actually big fans of your beer uh we actually do have a couple of your beers in the studio that we're going to taste and uh hopefully you can tell us a little bit about them as we're drinking them but we do have a couple questions for you first um uh before we get into anything just tell us a little bit of history about uh voodoo brewing and uh you know what kind of made you guys decide to start uh brewing beer yeah, so we've got a pretty interesting story. Um, we're uh, in a very small town uh, located in Meadville, Pennsylvania. And um, one of the reasons why we're there is uh, the original founder of the company, uh, Matt Allen, he had uh, worked um, and, and studied and brewed and helped start over 25 breweries um, all over the world and finally kind of decided to kind of do his own thing. And uh, set up in Meadville, largely because of the support of the community, um, Economic Progress Alliance, Crawford County, and um, the uh, local redevelopment authority were some of our um, primary funders in the, uh, in the starting of the company. And, um, you know, got, got going there um, about 2005, 2006, and um, right about that time, you know, the, the, the 08, 09 kind of... Uh, economic collapse kind of took place and the, the company mm-hmm. kind of fell on some hardship. Um, so, um, you know, Matt was able to kind of limp the company along for a long time and um, uh, basically got to the point where, you know, I think things weren't really going so well. Um, introduced uh, uh, him to my brother. He ended up starting brewing there and uh, has a background in, in brewing and he and I were home brewing and had aspirations of starting our own brewery. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to find out, you know, by working there, the financial situation, the company was in, and I ended up meeting Matt, um, by, by way of my brother and, um, came in, in, uh, 2012 and kind of saved the company from, um, from bankruptcy essentially. And, uh, in, in a very, very short amount of time, we were able to, uh, kind of turn the company around from, from a bankruptcy status to uh, a, a rather blossoming business. Um, we have uh, three locations, two food trucks. Um, we've had a, a lot of success in the, uh, you know, ratings on our, on our products and um, grow, growing our distribution and things of that nature. So really it was, it, it's a lot of different people who came mm-hmm. into the company different times with different circumstances and everybody contributed you know, to what it is today, but, uh, it was definitely a long road. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of the way we, uh, came about. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, 
Is there a story behind the name Voodoo Brewing? There is. Um, we actually don't tell it. It's uh, it's funny. If you look it up online, there's a bunch of different, uh, you know, theories and uh, you know, folk- folklores about, you know, how we got our name, where it came from. And we actually like that, you know, that little bit of mystique. It kind of plays right into, um, you know, who we are as a company. So we don't really put it out there, but you can go online and get some pretty wild stories. Cool, cool, awesome, awesome. Now, um, we do have a, a few beers here uh, in studio, like I said before, and we are going to try them. Um, and, uh, you know, Cassie's going to open it up and, and say a little bit about it. If you can just tell us a little bit about it as well. Uh, Cassie, what's this first beer that we got here? Um, this is uh, this is Grand Me, Grand Met. Grand Met. Grand Met. Grand Met. Uh, yeah. The Belgian style, uh, it is 9.2%. That's right. So we um, we have uh, we do two Belgian triples, um, the Grand Met, which you're about to enjoy, and we also do one called Voodoo Love Child, which is actually the Grand Met product that we age in stainless on Michigan sour cherries, raspberries, and passion fruit. So they're actually the same base beer, um, but this one you're having now is the unfruited version. Um, it's really it's, good. It's, it's, it's a fantastic Belgian. We have um, proprietary yeast strain. Um, it's not just like some like brewer's yeast you call up and have sent from the lab somewhere. It's um, something that we actually have that we brought over um, from one of Matt's contacts over in Belgium. So we're pretty fortunate. Um, it gives a very authentic Belgian flavor. Um, a lot of the American Belgian beers, they don't kind of encompass that profile that you would expect from like a more authentic beer. So, um, yeah, we're very, very happy with that product. Very, very nice beer. It masks the fact it's such a strong beer pretty well. Um, but, uh, yeah, definitely. No, it's really good. Really it's actually very smooth. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I really like it a lot. Uh, a lot. And actually, as you said that, our, our we, next beer our next is the, is the Voodoo, Voodoo Child yeah. uh, that we're going to open up. So it's actually the other Belgian beer that, yes. that you have. Um, so we're opening it up that this right now. This is that beer, but aged so let's see so cassie's tasting the the voodoo child and and cassie oh god that's really good too yeah uh the voodoo. <laughs> yeah so like you know when you guys hook up with the guy that was on before me you know if you're not into fireball just give him a bunch of voodoo love child you know the 9.2 creeps up on somebody yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that'll put your really ass, good. But it's very good as well. Very smooth again. I like it. I like it a lot. And um, what's this next beer we got here, Cass? This is a uh, Winona's Big Brown Ale. <laughs> <laughs> great name. Great name. <laughs> and it is a seven point five percent Imperial Brown Ale. Yeah, so that one there. Um, it's uh, just like I said, Imperial Brown Ale. Um, all of our beers are on the Imperial kind of you know, side of the spectrum. You know, 7% uh-huh. or greater. Um, this one borders on a porter. It's very, very robust brown. Um, get the Primus reference in there, obviously, on the name. Um, right. Meyer Steiner Malt goes in there. It's a very, very good beer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You're looking coffee and chocolate. Um, without, obviously, having those in there, it's just something that naturally comes through just because of the, the malt profile in that beer. But, um, yeah, very, very nice brown ale. No, it's very good. And actually, to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of the uh, Imperial 
brown ale style of beer, and I really like that beer. And I'm not just yeah, saying that because you're on the phone. Uh, no, it, it's like really smooth. It's good. You uh, know what I really like? And I, I, I'm, this is like a little detail that a lot of people probably haven't noticed, but I love the fact that your caps match your bottles. Like, I love Yeah, it. and I've it's got so a, cool. I'm going to go off on a quick tangent about that. So, like, a one-minute tangent. So, you'll notice that every single beer we put out, every brand has a different colored crown. And it wasn't that way originally. Uh, a lot of breweries go out with just like one, like unicolor with like a logo on it. Well, we're too small a brewery to have like 10 different colors with our logo on it. So we, we basically do like a generic colored crown. The reason for that is because we actually work with uh, one of the local um, communities. It's called the Ark of Crawford County. And it's like an adult rehabilitation center. So we work mm-hmm. with adults with special needs and they come in our brewery and we have uh, three individuals there that are, we, we bring in and they work with our brewery. They help us do our packaging. They, um, they'll do the bottling line. They pack on, pack off. They also build all of our boxes and all of our variety packs. So the reason why we change the crown color so every single beer has its own crown is so when they're building variety packs, it's like a checks and balances. So, you know, right. they got two blue, two red, two green, two yellow, two orange, you know, so... It works as a multifaceted purpose, but it also is really cool. You open a variety pack, looks like a you know box of Skittles because every single right. color is different. But yeah, it, it, we did intentionally make sure to pick no, the I crown love that. color that you know you know fits each beer brand. So, um, so this next one is the White Magic of the Sun, and it is seven point nine percent wheat ale. Yes, that's right. So this is our um, imperial, you know, white imperial wheat ale. It's uh, brewed with coriander, orange peel, juniper berry, and nine different kinds of imported peppercorn. Interesting. I like it. Yeah, very interesting taste. Do you guys very make a bad beer? <laughs> like, seriously, every single beer is like, oh, this is really good. Oh, I like this Yeah, we, we try not to. I mean, that's... <laughs> No, I like that beer. Like it has like a little kick, like a little yeah. kick to well, the end of it. Pepper. Well, peppercorn. Yeah. So yeah, I know it just has a little kick to it at the end, and I like it. A little taste. Of yeah, that one's real, real brilliant. It goes really well with uh, with, with the, any kind of like fish dishes. Um, it goes great with white, you know, um, white meats. Um, it's a great cooking beer. Um, you know, my brother and I was trying to trump each other on recipes that we make things out of white magic with. I make a pretty mean risotto with the white magic. Um, you know, he, he does a really nice scallop dish with like a marinade. So it's a great cooking beer, um, as well. Mm-hmm. So we are very popular with that one in like the restaurants and like high end restaurants and stuff like that. Um, and this last one is the hoodoo IPA, which is like a 7.3%. Yeah. The hoodoo IPA, <laughs> that's, that's another, it's a West Coast style IPA. We're very happy with it. A um, little lighter in the in, in the malt construction on that beer. Um, it's seven C's and Apollo hops. It's um, it's a recipe that my brother, the head brewer, he he worked on that for about four years. And mm-hmm. um, that beer previously was actually called Four Seasons. And the reason it was called Four Seasons was because we were such a small brewery and obviously broke. Uh, couldn't mm-hmm. afford good hops, couldn't get a hop contract to save our lives. So the beer was constantly changing because we couldn't get consistent hops. So as we were getting better and better hops and getting contracted for these hops, like on the long run, we were manipulating our recipe to dial it in exactly where we wanted it. The day that he got that recipe, like, hey, this is the perfect IPA I've always dreamt of making, we actually rebranded it and re-released that beer from Four Seasons called a Hoodoo. 
So it, a lot of people was asking, hey, whatever happened to Four Seasons? Like, well, actually, you're drinking it right now. Um, that's just the last version of Four Seasons that went out to market is actually what Hoodoo is now. Um, so that's a kind of interesting story on how that became to be. Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I'm not a big fan of the West coast, um, hops. Cassie is though. Yeah, she I love that them. beer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, like, like I said, it, it the beer tasted good. I'm just not a big fan of the West coast hops on that one. Um, uh, do you guys have any new beers in the works right now that you can talk about? Uh, we do. Um, we have a limited release IPA that we do. It's called good vibes. Um, that's, very rarely, if ever, making its way like into New Jersey, just because it rarely makes it out of our pub, let alone outside of the state. Um, we have um, uh, our barrel aging program, which is one of our more highly sought after aspects of, of our brewery. Um, that um, we have a release coming up on the 26th of this month. Um, so if you you know didn't get an allotment um, from the brewery, you actually come to the brewery for the event, and we have them on tap. So a lot of people come out and, and, and want to enjoy those. Um, we do a lot of different seasonals and things. Right now I'm drinking a Vandalay Industries, which is our um, – it's an nice. Imperial IPA. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, you know, we always have things coming out. But as far as, like, our distribution goes, um, as a small brewery that already has, you know, six flagships and a couple of seasonals, mm-hmm. you know, that's essentially what we have out in the market that people can find, you know, readily available. But if you're willing to make a trip um, to one of our pubs, you know, you can sample and try a whole bunch of different stuff. Do you know what uh, people love the Vandalay Industries beer? The moops. They just- <laughs> <laughs> the moops. Anyway, um, what, what, now for those of us that want to come visit uh, the brewery, what are your hours of operation? Uh, so we have we have three pubs. Um, the... The, the pub at the manufacturing location in Meadville, uh, we're open seven days. Uh, the hours during the week are a little bit less than the weekends. It's like three to eight. And then starting on Thursday, it's three to midnight. And then the weekend is noon to midnight. We have a very similar type schedule. It's just an hour less there in Homestead, but still seven days. And then uh, we have a seasonal park stand out in um, Carney Lake. It's a local amusement park. And it's open like May through November. And same thing, it's open like Thursday, Friday through Sunday. Uh, just kind of depends on the event schedule and the things going on out there. Nice, nice. Uh, are you allowed to bring food into uh, your brewery? Like, is it okay if I bring a fur burger? Oh, no! drink! <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, you don't fur have to answer <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you guys have any events coming up that you'd like to promote? Um, I mean, outside of the Barrel Room release event on the 26th, which is coming up, you know, next weekend already, um, we don't have anything like super major slated. We had a massive event today in our homestead location. It was our, um, it's called the Fleet Awakens. Um, now that we operate and own uh, our own food trucks, we've gotten into the food truck scene. So we throw a lot of food truck rallies um, out front of our place there in Homestead. Uh, so that was a massive event. We had like almost 2,000 people show up to that today. So we were like really stoked about that. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you can check us out on Facebook. Um, that's the best place to find events and things we got going on. We're always doing events with the food trucks. We're always offsite. We're always doing tap takeovers. Um, you know, so that's the best place to kind of look and see like, you know, any events we got going on. 
Cool. Awesome. Awesome. And well, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you calling in. Uh, we're big fans of the beer. Uh, obviously we just tasted a bunch. We love them. Yeah. We love them in the past. So I encourage our listeners to, uh, to go out and, uh, definitely grab some of your beers cause they, they are friggin' awesome. Um, and, and thank you so much for calling in, man. And we can't wait to get down to the brewery to check you guys. out. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know when you're in the, in the area. And, uh, thanks again for, uh, you know, having me on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good night. All right. You too. Mendez out. All right, folks. We kind of have to wrap it up. Um, <laughs> Ralph Sutton's all over our Twitter right now. Yeah, I know. Ralph he's Sutton. cracking me up. He's all over Twitter posting. He doesn't realize we are married. So he like. <laughs> he's apparently I'm holding Cassie hostage. <laughs> so apparently uh, when the, we're going to have to move the studio around. So it doesn't look like I'm holding Cassie right, hostage. Right. Now, for those of you that are listening and don't watch the show on Ustream, uh, it's my fat ass in the front of the screen, and right. then Cassie's kind of in the I'm back. In the, I'm hiding in the background. And not that we did it on purpose. No, just I just the, need to be in front of the computer. The this is the table, easiest way. Or the, the studio table right. has sat. Right. So, But it, it does look pretty incriminating. Hi, I'm not kidding. No, there she is. See, she has no handcuffs on. No handcuffs. So it does look pretty incriminating. <laughs> not so now. We're going to have to move it around a little bit so it doesn't look like incriminating. I'm, um, I'm a big scumbag that's holding her hostage back there. Anyway, so let's wrap up. All right, folks. Uh, we're going to be off next week, uh, so we, we want, we'll be uh, running a best of show next week. But we'll be back in April with four awesome kick-ass shows. Yep, and we're working on a bunch um, of we have really a bunch good of guests. good guests that we're going to be lined up for you. Uh, it's going to be an exciting. Follow time. us on Twitter and Facebook to see what we've got going on. Twitter, in April. Facebook, uh, it's all good times. Uh, we do have a possible coming up in the uh, was it summertime with the zombie thing. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. So Memorial Day uh, weekend. In any case, we'll let you more we'll let you know more about that uh when it comes up. I want to thank our guests tonight. Uh I want to thank um uh, Harry Sparks. Ra- Harry Sparks for calling in. Uh check out Beauty and the Beast Triple Comedian X. Ralph Sutton, just kidding. <laughs> comedian <laughs> Comedian Ralph Sutton. <laughs> check out his stand up at uh <laughs> stand up I, I said Platinum Dolls and Basic right now. Yeah, to check him out at Platinum Dolls and laugh your balls off at uh in uh, Piscataway, New Jersey, he's uh, he's he's hilarious. He's hilarious. Anyway, um, anyway, folks, I also want to thank Brewing uh, for calling in. The beers are awesome. Definitely check them out. And um, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, folks, for uh, listening and watching. And we will. Uh, and I- I'm going to uh, unhandcuff Cassie now and take her out of her cage. And uh, we're going to keep getting drunk and drink on. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley. Right here on L.A. Talk Radio.